Hey, it's Kathy. I'm just hopping in real quick to tell you that the doors are closing to the Abundance Method program today. That's right. May 16th, four o'clock Pacific time, we close the doors to this program. And I'm so excited to watch you change your life. I'm so excited to see what happens when you tap into the energy that is within you and you start to attract so much into your life and there's incredible synchronicity and you start to perceive what was always here in plain sight and that which was hidden becomes revealed. If you want to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash join. And remember, those of you who sign up for the Platinum, you get the retreat included. It's going to be an incredible retreat. It's a three-day experience. You can choose between July or October and the July is definitely filling up. So come on in and join us. Again, the doors close at four o'clock Pacific today. You can sign up at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait to spend 12 weeks with you and watch you become a master at manifesting the most gorgeous experiences and opportunities and abundance into your life. That should be your number one goal is how do I relate to where my target follower or my target customer is at right now? I believe that the opposite of depression It's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short, to stop sitting it out, and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking, and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time, because it's not just about business. It's about contribution. It's about meaning. That is what we seek that is what we truly want. And you absolutely are here to serve the world. And I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in. Thanks to Legacy Box for supporting our podcast. Legacy Box is a super simple mail-in service to have all your home movies and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. Go to LegacyBox.com slash DreamJob to take advantage of this limited time offer and get 60% off. Also, thanks to Bombas. Bombas makes socks that are comfortable and look great with a wide variety of options. And for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Go to bombas.com slash dream job today and get 20% off your first order. We're also supported by Nutrafol. Join the thousands of women standing up for their strands. You can grow thicker, healthier hair by going to Nutrafol.com promo code dream job and you'll get 20% off. And thanks to Headspace. Life can be stressful even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. For a free one month trial, go to headspace.com slash dream job. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So I just wanted to share something. I was sitting with my friend, Gina DeVee. She was in South Florida and we got a chance to finally meet in person and we sat out by the ocean. So beautiful. And we were talking about goals and dreams and she and her husband were just saying it so clearly. They were actually encouraging my husband to follow his passion. And she said, you know, what have you been doing and this and that? And he said, I've been trying to do this. I've been trying to do that. And she said, when it comes to a dream, there is no try. You just make a decision and you just do. And when you do, the doors open. 
And I think that we all really say that we want something or we talk about it, but we don't really believe it's possible. And so we, we might be doing a couple things here and there, but really we're not taking full inspired action because we don't allow ourselves to dream or we don't really believe that our dreams come true or we don't really believe that we are anybody who's worthy of seeing these dreams come true. But I believe that if the dream is in you, that's a directive. Like that is a compass. Like God put that in you to help you to know what the target is. And on your way toward that clue, you'll either reach that or it'll be something even greater. The word desire is actually a Latin word. It comes from the word deire, which means of the father, which means if you desire something, that is a compass that is put inside of you to guide you toward your mission. And so I also heard Gina say that the word decision means to cut. When you make a decision, it means you cut, you cut off from whatever was keeping you from that. And you just step into it. And the world needs all of us right now. Like this pandemic, everything that's happened in the last year has shown us that what we were doing up until then, it's, it's not sustainable. This is like a major wake up call. And I think on the other side, there is no going back. There's no going back. And we all know too much now to go back. And so what does it mean to go forward? What's the future you want to create? And what does it mean to fully, fully own it and to stop saying, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to, but to just say, I'm doing this. Like this is it. And then you just start to get that inspired action and you start to open your heart to actually believing in the possibility that this is going to happen and to receiving it and to knowing that of course you're worthy of it because the dream is worthy. The dream to make that impact, the dream to share your light, that's a worthy dream. All right. Well, if this show is inspiring to you and you want even more, you should come and join us in my Arrive community this week because this week we are doing a Black Friday flash sale. And if you join us, you can be a part of the Rive community for $1. For $1, which means that you will be part of this Arrive community for the next month for one buck. And for that one buck, I'm coming in and doing my monthly coaching call where I will be answering your questions. We'll be hanging out on Zoom and connecting heart to heart. Also, you will be a part of our guest expert session with the awesome Sherry Salata. Sherry Salata was the executive producer of Oprah, president of OWN, president of Harpo. She wrote a book called The Beautiful No. It's all about how sometimes when things don't work out, you look back and you are so grateful that that door closed because another door opened. She has so much wisdom to share and you will get to be a part of this amazing community for this month for $1. Tell me that you have a good excuse to not join this group and to be a part of these incredible, awesome conversations and to meet up with people who are like-minded for one buck. Come and join us. You can go to kathyheller.com slash arrive community 
go join us for $1. You get it for a dollar for this month, Black Friday, only for this week for the Black Friday sale. Come and join us. It's going to be spectacular. Now, I'm really happy because today's episode contains an amazing guest session we did with Elise Dharma. Elise is an Instagram educator and an expert who helps entrepreneurs turn their Instagram account into the next revenue stream in their business. And let me just tell you, this woman is so generous and she knows her stuff. She has awesome workbooks and courses on Instagram marketing so you can stop spinning your wheels and make the most out of social media and have more time to do the things you really want to do. She's helped her students earn almost a million dollars in reported revenue from Instagram. And she's been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Britain Co., Elite Daily, and The Every Girl. This conversation is packed with so much juicy information. I can't wait for you to soak up all her incredibly generous tips and tactics. I highly recommend if you can, when you're not driving, when you're not busy, to go sit down with a pen and paper and write down some of what she's going to teach you. Because what you're going to hear is a part of a guest session she did with our group. And they were able to take some notes because it was very action oriented. You're going to want to go back and make sure that you have all these nuggets. So without further ado, please welcome the phenomenal Elise Dharma. Elise, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Kathy. I'm super honored to be here. I want to just dive in. We're going to talk about some of the strategy, right? I mean, being an an entrepreneur is really two pieces. It's both, you know, coming from your heart and, and really the inspiration points and the inspired action. And it's also, we have these amazing tools. We have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have email. We have ways to communicate to the humans that we're going to serve and to get a message across. And Elise has really figured out one particular one of these tools inside and out, which is Instagram. And so before we get into it, I want you to share with them a little bit about your journey that led you to cracking the code in your own business and cracking the code to social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, When it comes to my journey, I really say that I fell into Instagram marketing because now I, I scroll Instagram and there's a lot of Instagram coaches out there, but I fell into it. It was not a thing. I'm talking like 2013. I was working a day job. Um, I had done my degree in radio and television arts. So I thought I was going to be a journalist. I thought I was going to be a producer. I really loved screenwriting. I thought maybe I, I would write the next new girl. Like these were all the options going on in my head. And um, I was working a day job just to pay student loans and, and have some cash. And I was running our social media accounts for a tech incubator. That's where I worked a tech incubator for startups. And um, I was just managing our Facebook and Twitter accounts. And by being in that environment, I had developed this reputation as being a social media girl in 2012. And that's how I got my first client. It was someone in the space who said, Elise, you know, social media, right? Can you grow my uh, new accounts fashion brand on Instagram? And they had about 10,000 followers. And I said, yeah, like I knew that I knew enough about marketing and storytelling that I could figure out Instagram. But truth is I had no idea. I I barely had an Instagram account myself and I really focused on influencer marketing. So for many months, my job was sending t-shirts to teens around the world and hoping that they would post a picture to promote our brand. And within six months, we hit a hundred thousand followers. And from there, I just got more clients. They, they came to me through my network. And nine months after that first client, I was able to quit my job because I love travel. I wanted to do my own eat, pray, love, which I did. And uh, I started my own agency. And that's what I did for a couple of years until 2016, where I thought, you know what, 
my, my income is kind of flattened. Like I'm just making the same every year. And this is great. I love location independence, but how do I break through to the next level? That's when I decided to use my personal Instagram account as a portfolio piece. So I wanted to grow it to show clients like, Hey, I can do this for myself. I can do it for you. So that was my intention in 2016. And what ended up happening was I grew a following of people who didn't want my agency services. They wanted to know how I was traveling and they wanted to know how I was growing my Instagram. So that's how I fell into the, the birth of the Elise Dharma brand. Because before that, I was not a face of the brand. I was hiding behind my agency. And that's what's really changed my business to where it's at today. Right now, my agency is shut. We're not accepting new clients. And now I'm just a full-time Instagram marketer and educator for, for business owners like yourself. Oh my God. It's so good. And I, everybody wants to be inside of your brain and know what you know. And I also just want to say from having known Elise behind the scenes, you're more of an introvert than an extrovert. Oh, yes. yes absolutely. And very successful in having a big presence. And she's found a way to navigate that. And I think that that's really beautiful because not everybody is this Kathy Heller, like insanity of like, I love humans. I love to be around everybody. I get entered. My husband is exhausted. So it's good to know that when you are more in that sacred quiet, that that's where you get energy from, you can still translate to other people. So Mm -hmm. you said a couple of times, I can tell stories and I can communicate. That really is the heart of of what goes down, right? Marketing really is communication and telling stories and effectively knowing how to do that is your job. If you want to be in business, your job is to communicate and tell a story and clearly communicate. So let's start with the very beginning. When people go onto Instagram, they're like, what do I even write in my bio? How do I even communicate what the heck I am before I even start communicating? Give us some tools about that first part. How Mm -hmm. do I communicate to the world on social what they're even coming here for? Yeah, great place to start because this is your first impression. I say that when my students are worried about making content, they're really obsessed with like putting out posts, videos, reels. But the first step before putting out content is making sure that your profile is an attractive place for the person that you want to attract. So it is the honey you know, and all the bees are on Instagram, you need to make your profile the honey so that you're attracting the right bees to your account. Yes, your content will be a vehicle, but your first impression is your profile. So your bio, you're so spot on, Kathy, your bio is that first impression. Your profile picture has a factor too. You know, you want it to be generally you, you are the face of the brand. Um, You want it to be a lifestyle photo. If you're not, You want it to be kind of cropped shoulders up so that people can see your face because ultimately people do business with people. Then you have your username, which generally should be your brand name or as close to it as you can. Then you have your name field, which is searchable. So for your name field, you don't need to repeat your brand name. You don't need to even share your personal name. This is where you want to pop in keywords that you want to be found for in search. Then you have your bio. So this is the format that I share with my students to really write an effective bio. The first line has to nail it. The first line is who you help and how. That's it. Simple, but challenging if you haven't gone through the exercise of really getting specific of who you help, right? It's not enough to say, I help people who want to live a better life. 
that's so broad. You're going to lose people. It's, and I know the fear of being specific and being worried that you'll turn people off, but you actually want that. You want to turn people away who aren't for you, who aren't looking for you. You want to be specific to attract the right people. So the first line is who you help and how as specifically as you can, the how can really touch on the problem that you help people overcome. The second line, I would love for you to write why you, why you are unique and different. You basically want to tell someone who's reading your bio, why should they choose you over someone else in your space? Why are you the best? Now, it could be your years of experience. It could be awards or recognition. It could be your education, your background. If none of those things are hitting the mark for you, it could even be a personality trait of yours. It could even be the fact that you are quirky or you are really obsessed with Superman or something like that. You'd be surprised at what your audience will really remember about you. For me, I'm in the business space, so I love to share stats. I love to share how much money I've helped my students make when they tell me these things. I love to share how many students I've worked with. So think about what's tangible. Think about what's a number. What is your target follower going to care about the most as to why they should work with you over someone else? So that's the second line. And the third line is a specific call to action as to what's in it for them to click the link in your bio. Because the link is powerful. And a lot of times we just drop it in our bio and we don't even talk about it. But if you can give your reader or follower an incentive to click that link, whether it's to your latest podcast episode, your latest YouTube, a discount code, a new collection that you've just dropped, literally say in that last line, what's in it for them. And you're going to see a higher click-through rate. Guys, doesn't this just feel like she gave you some medicine just now? I mean, it's so clear. It's so generous and it's so unbelievably helpful and it's hard. So I know that in the quantum field, there exists a way for this not to be hard, right? Mm -hmm. Where this can be easy. Mm -hmm. How do we make this easy? What's in the way when people are like, like you already said, people don't want to like limit their audience. So that probably Mm -hmm. comes up. I imagine another one is like, I'm not worthy to write about my accomplishments or I don't know what I have. Let's just go through it so that we can go and do this today Mm -hmm. to fill out our Instagram bio correctly. Yeah. It's literally as easy as following this template. And I say as easy. And I also mean as hard because sometimes we're not clear on who we are helping specifically. And sometimes it takes experience to really nail that down. I didn't know who I was helping for many years. And I just kind of stumbled onto e-commerce business owners. And that's now evolved to a broader group of people who are business owners. And I feel like that's okay because my audience reach is larger. But when you're starting out, being specific is your friend. So if you're not sure if your first line is clear, who you help and how, I want you to write it out and I want you to show it to either business friends of yours, post it in community groups, like the one that you're in now. I want you to ask maybe some followers of yours who you've chatted with in the DMs, who you kind of have a connection with and you know they're your target follower. Just send them a screenshot of your new bio. Be like, hey, first impression, does this make sense to you? When we are running our our own business, we don't have that luxury of having that perspective of how we look from the outside looking in. So I am an introvert. I'm a writer. I like to express myself through written word. 
still to this day, I send my draft emails to my team members. I send it to my boyfriend. Hey, can you check this out? Is my message coming across? That's the best litmus test. And that's what I do for my students. I'll review their accounts so that they can get that external perspective. And I won't even study their accounts beforehand because I want them to have my knee jerk reaction to what their message is. That's a gift because when we are our own business, we can't give that to ourselves. So don't be afraid of like feeling criticized or feeling like you did it wrong. It's, it's really a gift because from that feedback, you can then adjust and be better going forward. And let me ask you this before you even get to the three lines, which you just that was so helpful. You said when it comes to your name, you don't need to put your name because your handle's already your name. So what what did you say to put? Something that is SEO friendly. What did you say to put? Yeah. So, you know, when think about a follower who doesn't know your brand at all, what keywords would they be typing into Instagram search to find other accounts related to what they're interested in, right? So, you know, they might be looking for a finance coach. So they might type in, money tips or wealth tips or finance tips, or just those words. So those are the key words. Think about if someone were to Google an interest or a topic and your website were to be shown up in search, what are those same phrases? Because you do have 30 characters to use in your name field. And that's what you want to put there. If you are a local brick and mortar based business, a hundred percent, you want to have your city name or your location or your neighborhood, whatever's most relevant for you to be found in for search. So that's what you want to think about when someone doesn't know me, what are they looking for on Instagram to connect with accounts like mine? Mm, That is so helpful. (laughs) Okay. So now when you go to start creating content, Mm -hmm. how much of that content should be about you Cause we know that your superpower is yourself and your brand is really your identity. So there's some of that and how much of it is what you teach or what you do. How do you know what kinds of content to create that is going to attract the right people to you? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Instagram has really changed when I was growing my account in 2016 it was kind of all about me. It was my travel pictures. It was my travel stories. It really worked because that was the age of the influencer and finding people who had this lifestyle that people aspire to. In 2020, it's a bit different. I would say that people are immune to posts and stories and images that look too perfect. It's just like we don't buy it anymore or we've seen it so much that we just don't even see it. It's not interesting. So what's working on Instagram today is showing up in a way that's not so polished, in a way that's not perfect. In fact, that should be your number one goal is how do I relate to where my target follower or my target customer is at today, right now? Doesn't matter how successful my business is. Doesn't matter that I've been doing this for how many years what are they worried about right now? And how can I meet them at that level? So that's what I recommend. And that's what I've seen to work for me and my content. In fact, I was at a plateau of like 70,000 followers for a year or two. I didn't know what was going on. And the reason was I was still posting influencer type content, expecting people to be like, Ooh, she's got what I want. I'm going to follow. No, people were sick of that. Once I showed up, a little less polished. And that's why I love reels, which we can talk about because it's 15 second short form entertaining videos. 
that's when people really got to know the real me and began to connect with me. So what that balance is for you, how much you talk about yourself versus your product, your brand, your offer, you'll have to figure that out depending on what your business model is, right? A personal brand is going to talk and share a lot more about themselves than a product-based brand, but there is room for that across all business models. This is all so good. But before we keep going, let's just thank our sponsors. I can't tell you how much meditation has helped me. And some of you have probably tried it or want to try it, but you keep running into problems like, I don't have time. I don't know where to start. It sounds too difficult. If this sounds like you, then you should check out Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits and has 600,000 five-star reviews and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule. They have tons of different meditations to help with things like sleep, productivity, stress, focus, anxiety. I love this app because they have such a wide menu of meditations and some of them only take like five or 10 minutes. I've done some of their meditations on finding focus, which has helped me slow down, make some space and get moments of clarity when my brain is just running a million miles a minute. I really hope that everyone at least gives it a try. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash dream job. That's headspace.com slash dream job for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. So go to headspace.com slash dream job today and get a free one month trial. It's crazy to think that 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, you're not alone. And good news, there's a solution you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol has helped thousands of women not only take back control of their hair, but also restore their confidence. Nutrafol offers two targeted formulas for women that are clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. You can get thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. In fact, in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months and more than 1,500 top doctors recommended Nutrafol as an effective and high quality solution for healthier hair. I've been using the Nutrafol Core for women and I can already tell my hair has gotten so much fuller and shinier and it just feels so much better. And it really has given me that boost to show up confidently throughout the day. We all deserve to feel that way. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and using promo code DREAMJOB and new customers are going to get 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere. Plus free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code DREAMJOB. Amazing. So we've all fallen into the trap of, I want more followers. I want more followers versus I want more engagement. I want more Mm -hmm. engagement. And I'm going to take an educated guess and say that more engagement is where we want to be. So with the followers that we have, with what we're creating, how do we get more engagement with the people that are already there? Mm -hmm. You are absolutely right, Kathy, in that my most successful students and case studies have reached five figures plus in revenue earned directly from followers on Instagram. And they generally all have a thousand followers or less. So I'll say that in another way with less than a thousand followers, people are making $10,000 plus to their business, whether they're a coach, a service-based business, a product-based business, it is possible. And that's because when you have less than a thousand followers, your engagement rate is actually at its highest. 
Unfortunately, as I grew to 30,000, 50,000, 100,000, my engagement went down. And that's just what happens with the algorithm, right? So your best opportunity to leverage your followers when they're high quality followers is when you're growing to that first 1K, the, the, the 2K followers, whatever it might be. So I actually have a method. It's called the story seasons method. It is applicable to Instagram stories, but it can apply to the whole platform because what I realized with my students is they were overwhelmed with Instagram. If you were to use all the features of Instagram, it would be a part-time job. And I fully admit that. And this is, this is what I focus on. This is what I teach. So I like to pare things down into what I call the story seasons method, which breaks down what features of Instagram are most important for your business, depending on what it needs the most right now. So I say that there are four seasons. One season is a season of visibility. That's when you're looking for followers and growth. We're all in that at some phase or another. The second season is engagement. That's exactly what you asked about. How do we increase engagement from people who are already following? The next season is lead generation. So how do we know who's interested in what we're offering? And then the last season is sales. So this is how I help my students not feel overwhelmed because we have the four seasons and let's say you want more engagement, Kathy. Then we can look at what are the best features of Instagram to help me get more engagement. The rest, I can just put on the back burner for now. So let's talk about engagement since you asked about it. When it comes to engagement, it's really about asking questions and being a listener. So yes, you can share something in your caption, but make sure there is a call to action to encourage someone to either comment, but more than comment, create content that is share worthy for them. Create content that will have them tap the paper airplane icon to share it to their stories. Create content that will hit, have them hit the flag button, which allows them to save your post and reference it in the future. This is what Instagram's algorithm is really monitoring when it comes to engagement. If you're creating save-worthy or share-worthy type of content, that is when Instagram is going to show your post to more people. So building in those CTAs to literally tell people what you want them to do with your post. When it comes to your stories, Instagram gives us engagement specific stories. So when I'm feeling a little short on time, when I share something to my story, I will typically usually use an engagement sticker. So that could be the poll sticker. It could be the slider sticker, the question sticker, the quiz sticker just easy ways for someone to give me a little bit of their feedback back after watching the story. And again, Instagram knows, Hey, these people are watching her story and then they're tapping the poll at the end. Let's show it to more people. In fact, some of my most seen stories are polls where I've asked non-business related questions. It's like, Hey, should I buy this color scarf or this one? People love sharing their opinion. And that's when I see my engagement of my stories go up. So don't be afraid to share non-business things and create those ways, those channels for people to just tap and quickly give you their feedback. It's so brilliant. This is why you are so successful and you will continue to be because how on earth would a person not want to take your course or be a part of your world when you give this much away for free? You're just such a generous human, which is why you deserve all the success in the world. So let's go through these seasons a little bit. So that was brilliant about the engagement. It makes a lot of sense. When it comes to then generating sales, right? When it comes to it, I find it fascinating, Elise, because so often I'm working with my clients and I'm like, let me just go to your feed. And I go to their feed. I go, 
I have no idea from your feed what you do. And there's nowhere for me to buy from you. Like there's nowhere to click on or did it. Oh yeah. You can't. It's like, yeah, where's the watches you make? Where's the coach? Where's the coaching you do? How do we use Instagram to start to, like you said, go into the season of sales? And I think you said the last one is lead generation, right? Or is it lead generation first, lead generation first, and then sales? Exactly. The flow is generally like a customer journey. Visibility is first. Someone needs to become aware of you. Then they need to engage. Then they become a lead in your business and then they become a sale. So let's talk about the lead generating and then the sales because those are so important. Yeah. And the reason why I shared this is because I find the exact same thing. We're all busy as business owners. When I look at my student accounts, it's like Instagram is a second thought. It's not priority because your priority is putting an offer together, putting it out there, getting sales. I find that Instagram is treated as, uh, you know, when I have time, I'll get to it. But I want you to think of Instagram as the number one, the best relationship building tool. This is where you connect with your audience. And Kathy, you're so great at that with your Instagram. I see it with the comments on your posts. And I know you're showing up consistently and you're driving people to your DMs. That's because Instagram is a relationship building platform. And guess what sales is? Sales is relationships. So if you can build Instagram into your your regular strategy, when it comes to sales, you're not going to be struggling. You're not going to be struggling to find out who's interested or close them. So keep that in mind. Instagram is a relationship building tool. So let's go to the season of lead generation. So generally you have your followers. They're somewhat engaged. Now you want to know who's interested in your offer. So one tactic that I love to use here is when I'm posting to my feed, I'll write a caption and then I'll actually give them a code in the caption. So this really lets me know who's reading my caption and the code could be any word. It could be like, a phrase, send me the video at least, or it could be three red apple emojis in a row. I will build it into my caption and say, Hey, if you want to know more on this topic, or if you want the full video tutorial, or if you want the full blog post comment or DM me insert code, and I'll send you the link. I use this tactic in July of the summer. I am still getting three red apple emojis being sent my way. People are looking through my feed. They're finding this old post where I said, Hey, if you want the full link to this tutorial, send me three red apples in the DMS. I'm still getting them. And I love this tactic because guess what? You can count to the number, how many people sent you these, these DMS. So that's lead gen right there. You can really track the return on investment with Instagram when you are tracking leads like this. So that's one of my favorite kind of ninja tricks about generating leads from Instagram. And notice that I said you can have them comment below or DM between those two. I would recommend that you have them DM you direct message you again. This is where the relationship is cultivated the direct messages. And this, this will lead us into the sales phase DMs are where it's at when it comes to sales, because it's a private thread between you and this person, especially when you're a bigger brand, they're like, whoa, so-and-so is talking to me. I feel good. I feel special. So there's that, but then there's all the features within the DMs. There is the ability to send a voice note. How great is that? That they can hear your voice and get a customized answer from you. There is the video ability they, you can send a video message. You can send a photo. You can send unlimited links in the DMS. So if you don't have the swipe up feature in your stories, when you have 10,000 followers, send them to your DMS and you can send them as many links as you want. There's no limit. 
this is where my students with less than a thousand followers make five figures is in the DMs. They really learn how to cultivate that relationship and not let it die. And then when they have a cart open or a launch or something, they will go through their DMs and say, Hey, Susie, you came to mind. I just put something together. And based on what we last chatted about, you would be perfect for this. Would you like the link to check it out? It's just that simple in terms of a follow-up because that relationship's been developed. And then that's how you get five-figure sales in your DMs. I'm blown away. I mean, it's 20 podcast episodes in one, what you are (laughs) delivering. It's so brilliant. It's so simple. It's so important. It's so great. Thank you. So there you go. So there's the lead stuff. And then I think you already covered some of the sales, right? By You went into that already. Yeah, I would say, I mean, there's quite a bit we can say in terms of sales, but the best features for when you are in a season of closing sales. So again, that could be a live launch, your cart's open. Right now I'm doing a promotion for, for Black Friday. Hint, hint, if that's you coming up. Um, if you are talking about a live thing, a promotion, you want to send people to the DMs. And the good news is I am not someone who loves texting on my phone. You can monitor and manage your DMs from desktop. So me and my team member will do that if you like to type. So that's good news there. So DMs is where you want to drive people to when you're live launching. You want to be going live. So hitting that live button and be showing up and getting your followers notified that you were going live. You can save your live as a replay um, in terms of an IGTV. And that's really where you're going to get your views. So that's the second feature. And after that, I would, if you have the, uh, the bandwidth, I would work on making short form video content in terms of reels. I know reels is new, but this past week I've been in live launching mode. I have posted a video feed post. So a 60 second video to my feed. I have posted an IGTV and I've posted multiple reels. One of my IGTVs got 2000 views all my reels have gotten 20 to 30,000 views. So I kind of posted all types of video as, as an experiment. I'm always using my account as an experiment, but the proof is in the pudding, you know, between those three video formats, they all take the same amount of energy and time. But right now our gift from Instagram in terms of getting in front of our audience, when we have a message is short form videos in terms of reels. And it doesn't mean you have to dance. You don't have to sing. You don't have to do all that stuff. It can literally be like an Instagram story. You're literally just talking on camera for 15 seconds. It can be that simple. So you're talking on camera for 15 seconds. I mean, that is staggering in terms of where the difference is in that return on your time. So what should the real content be versus IG story content? Like why, what's the purpose of making a reel? It seems like it's somebody teaching something usually. Yeah, it can be. I mean, your reels can be now up to 30 seconds. So just like a story, I recommend for you to follow this flow hook, start with a hook, pique their curiosity, then share your tips or whatever it is that you want to share, and then include a call to action for them to take the next step. If you have time to fit that all into your reel, that can be really effective. But if not, a reel can also just be a relationship building tool. If you want to take a look at my real feed on my, on my Instagram, take a look. Not all of them are salesy and promotional. There was one that I posted the other day where it's like, Hey, five random facts about me. I wasn't trying to sell anything. I was just trying to show up and connect as a real human as I am offering digital products. I want them to feel like they know me 
so that they trust in what they're investing in. So you can mix it up with reels, definitely do the tips and just show up as a real person just to connect human to human. Amazing. So life-giving. So now to go back, since we've covered what really matters, which Mm -hmm. you just over-delivered beyond, let's say you're doing it and you have the thousand followers that you talked about and the engagement's good, or you have 2000 or whatever it is. And the engagement is good and you're, you're doing your thing, but you know that because the engagement is good and you've showed up for these people, you do want more followers. You want to now get another thousand, another 2000. What are the best things to think about at that point Mm -hmm. to keep growing? This is my favorite season, the season of visibility. And I always tell my students, when you're in doubt of what season you're in, you should be in a season of visibility because we all need growth in terms of new eyeballs on our profile, new eyeballs on our business. So my favorite method is when you are looking to grow, you want to strategically place yourself in front of other people's audiences. How do you do this? I love to share that when you create really effective Instagram stories that allow you to tag other accounts, and it could be as simple as shouting out an account, like, hey, everyone, I want you to check out my friend, Kathy Heller. She's amazing. Dropped her handle right below. I love her because X, Y, Z. When I do that, I share that story and I tag Kathy's account. She then gets a notification that her, this story was, she was tagged in this story. And then Instagram then allows her to share it with her audience. If I do things right, and I share a story that she feels is compelling enough for her to share with her audience, she's just introduced me to her audience. So as a small business owner, you can absolutely do the same thing. If you are a local yoga studio, shout out your favorite coffee shop down the corner work with each other, you know, give each other shout outs and then tag each other so that you can both leverage each other's audiences. In fact, Kathy, you just did this a couple of weeks ago, shouted out a couple of friends, made sure to introduce your audience to them and vice versa. And that's my favorite tactic when it comes to visibility, because that's when you're getting in front of quality followers and you're getting that account to essentially vouch for you. It's so so brilliant. And I reshare content like that every day, like six Mm -hmm. times. And then there'll be people who like, I don't even know. And they will be sometimes so cute. And they're on video going, Oh my God, you guys, I was in my car. I listened to this podcast and you know what? And And I I share the whole video because I'm so touched by it. And then this person's like, Oh my God, your people are amazing. I'm like, you are so sweet. Of course I shared your video. That is so genius. I don't think that people think about that enough. Yeah. And if, and if you don't want to do it in your stories, you can absolutely do it in your captions too. write a post that shouts out another business or someone you want to think about an account that your target followers are also following. That's the key. So you kind of have to put yourself in their shoes. What other types of accounts are they following? I would love to write a post about this account, tag them in the caption. They'll still get notified and then they can share your post in their stories as well. So I find that to be one of the great ways to grow right now. All right. I have a few more questions, but we got to take a moment to thank our sponsors. 
Thanks to Bombas for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Bombas makes socks that are super comfortable and look great with a wide variety of options like athletic performance socks, limited edition holiday socks, dress socks, and more. These socks are 100% back for life, so you can get them refunded or exchanged if you're not totally satisfied with what you got. They also have an awesome mission for every pair of socks you buy from Bombas. They donate a pair to someone experiencing homelessness across the U.S. Socks are the number one most requested clothing item at homeless shelters, so it really does make a difference. In fact, to date, the generosity of Bombas customers has allowed over 40 million pairs of socks to be donated through Bomba's nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. How amazing is that? I've been going on more walks with the family and I wear my Bomba socks every time we go outside. They're hands down the most comfortable socks I've ever worn. Every time I put them on, it feels like I'm giving my feet a hug. You definitely want to go check them out. From comfort to kindness and everything in between, Bombas aren't just givable, they were made to give. Go to bombas.com slash dreamjob today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dream job for 20% off. Legacy Box is a safe and affordable way to digitally preserve all your home movies and photos that are currently trapped on dated formats like VHS or film. A lot of us might be staying at home this year instead of traveling to see loved ones and Legacy Box is a great way to revisit our family memories and make sure the focus stays on family this holiday season. I used Legacy Box to get some old photos digitized and it was super easy. I sent them the photos, then they put it on a thumb drive and mailed that back to me with the original copies. Since we're not traveling back to LA for Thanksgiving, I think it's going to be a good way for us to spend quality time as a family and relive some of these awesome moments. And right now they're offering 60% off. So you can have everything preserved at once for a fraction of the regular price. This is something you can order in minutes and enjoy forever. And it's such a relief to know that these memories will be preserved for generations to come. This is the best deal of the year. Go to legacybox.com slash dream job to take advantage of this limited time offer and get 60% off. This exclusive offer won't last long. So order their kit now and send it in whenever you're ready. It's a sale to remember. Go to legacybox.com slash dream job and save 60% off while supplies last. Okay. The bottom line for most people is a feeling of unworthiness and imposter syndrome. And especially when we're going to go live on Instagram or we're going to post something, there's this feeling of like, is this dumb? Are people going to like it? Why would I post this thing? So we kind of overthink and we're not necessarily then getting the best clarity on what to post. And the vibe of it is a little stifled. So how do you help people stop sabotaging themselves mm-hmm. so that they can just literally have fun and do this? Mm-hmm. To be honest, this is something that I think we all struggle with to some extent and, and myself the same. I put out content on YouTube, on Instagram, and I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist and I would love for things to be hundred percent great in my eyes, but I know that I am my own worst critic. The things that I see chances are people aren't going to be hyper-focused on. In fact, for my YouTube channel, I just reviewed a video this week that's going to go out next week. And I'm wearing a tank top. And the way my sleeve is cut off, there's a little bit of yeah. the, the side boob fat, I think it's called. I'm not even sure. It's just being human. But it's there. And I'm just staring at it the whole time in the video. And I'm like, oh, I would love to reshoot this. Why didn't my videographer tell me? But you know what? It's going out on my channel because I'm a human. We all have this and I might be hyper-focused on it, but I know the information I'm sharing is more important than my own vanity and my own insecurities about how I'm looking on camera. So I have had to do personally a lot of mindset work around this stuff because I'm an introvert and because it's not natural for me to want to show up. In fact, Elise Dharma is my brand name. It's not my real name. And that was intentional. I wanted to create a persona that I wanted to step into to show up, but knowing that 
my personal self, my personal life, it's separate from this. And that's okay. That's what gives me the armor to show up. So I know I'm getting a little convoluted here, but that's what helps me mentally. The other thing that also has helped me when I've been afraid to show up on stage going live, this might be a little morbid, but I asked myself, okay, I'm nervous. I'm scared. What's the worst thing that can happen right now? What's literally the worst thing? If I'm being honest with myself, the worst thing that could happen is I would die from doing this thing. And then I asked myself, how likely is that? Am I going to die by walking on stage and talking? Maybe there could be a freak accident, but chances are it's not going to kill me. (laughs) Whatever happens, I can survive. And if things go downhill, I will certainly learn from it. That empowers me as well. So you can take take it or leave it. If, it. if it works for you, great. But that empowers me to help me get over my perfectionist tendencies that I know are just holding me back. That's so brilliant. So in closing, I want to close with the first thing that you said, which is that we use Instagram and any kind of marketing to connect and tell stories. So just to pull it all together, what do you think is the best advice for those of us who want to tell our story using social media? What should we be thinking about to clearly tell our story? That is a great question. And sometimes that question can be overwhelming when you're thinking about your personal story, your brand story. It's like, what elements of my life do I pull out to share publicly? So give yourself a little bit of grace if you're feeling the pressure to like figure out this story right now. Start with your bullet point notes of what you think that story is. And again, like we talked about, ask for feedback, run it past someone and see what they think. That's what I would say when it comes to your own personal story. Communities like this are perfect for getting that feedback. Beyond that, when it comes to storytelling on Instagram, whether it's a caption, a reel, your Instagram stories, Remember that stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. This is something that business owners miss. They miss the beginning. They forget to give people context. They forget to set up what they're about to share. And they think that people are going to see their story and suddenly care. You have to give them a reason to care. You have to hook them in. You have to let them know what's in it for them. And you can do all of that in the beginning phase of a story The middle part of your story is kind of like the meat and potatoes. It's your tips. It's your reflection. It's what you have to share. And the ending is often a call to action. Ask for their feedback. Ask for them to engage in some way. If you just follow that flow for your captions, your reels, your stories, you will see engagement from your audience. Amazed. Delighted. So last thing is to tell us where we can find you. But after that, I'm going to ask you one more thing. So tell us where we can find you. Of course, on Instagram at Elise Dharma and my YouTube channel. You can just type in Elise Dharma and you'll see all of my free tutorials and trainings for Instagram marketing there. Okay. Now the last thing is what is one call to action that we can all do with this? Should we take a screenshot and post about you in our stories? Should we like, tell us one thing to literally do to practice what we've been talking about from this particular experience? What I would love for everyone to do is to open up their Instagram app, slide to the stories, turn the camera to themselves so that they're facing. And if you haven't done this yet, 
because I know a lot of business owners don't actually love showing up on camera. Hello, I'm exactly there, but I do it. Yes, have it film yourself and just reintroduce yourself to your audience. Say, and here's a bit of a script. Hey, everyone, it's Elise here from EliseDharma.com. If we haven't met yet, I'm the person behind the brand. What I do is fill in the blank of who you help and how. If there's any way that I can help you today, just hit reply to this story and I'll be checking my DMs. It could be that simple. 15 seconds. If you go longer than 15 seconds, still hold your thumb down. It will just create a second story slide for you. But just go ahead and share in your stories. Like reintroduce yourself. Hey, if we haven't met yet, I'm the face behind the brand. My name is so-and-so. I help so-and-so do, you know, fill in the blank. If there's any way I can help you today, hit reply to this story. I'll be checking my DMs all day. Try that. And I would love to see what kind of conversations come up from that. How often do you recommend people do that? Because I feel like we all think the people know who we are, right? But how often do you think is, is advisable? Honestly, it's something I'm not even great at. Like I just posted the other day, a, Hey, new followers, here I am post. I saw that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say maybe once, uh, once a quarter is probably a great time to do it. If you do see an influx of followers, which can often happen after a launch, or let's say you start running ads, right. it doesn't hurt to do it then as well. But I would say on average, probably once a quarter, it's just, Hey, here I am. Yeah. I love that you are so generous. I'm like, what should we do to feature you? And you're like, what I'd love you to do is go talk about yourself. <laughs> and I like totally threw you the pitch and you could have been like, tag me, da, da, da. but you're so successful and smart and brilliant. You're like, talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. you can DM me afterwards and tell me what results you got from that. And that's what will give me joy. So what I would love you to do, I'll give you one on her behalf, is to take a screenshot of it and talk about it and tag her. And what you could also do is you could turn on your camera and talk about the fact that you just learned this from her and you were with me as well and what you got from it and what you want to encourage other people to do or whatever it is. And then like she said, I don't know. Um, it's possible that one of us might put it in our stories because um, I do that every day, folks. Every day people take videos and mention me and then I feature them. Exactly. Just saying. So Elise, you are the best. Thank you for being so generous. I cannot use that word enough. Yeah, your audience is great. I've loved seeing the chat and the comments. If you are listening to this, feel free to find me on Instagram and I would love to connect. What a gift. Thank you, Elise. You're the best. How awesome is she? I seriously hope that you're taking notes because the advice she's giving you is actionable and it's right on. All right, here are the takeaways. Number one, your profile is the first impression. Make it an attractive place for the person you want to attract. Number two, be specific. It's okay to turn away people who aren't meant for you. Number three, feedback is a gift so you can move forward. Number four, your number one goal should be how can I relate to where my target follower is at today? What are they worried about right now? And how can I meet them at that level? Show up in a way that's not polished or perfect. Number five, engagement is about asking questions and being a listener. Number six, create content that's share worthy or safe worthy. And number seven, we're all human. What you're sharing is more important than your own insecurity. Whatever happens, you can survive and you can certainly learn from it. Okay, you guys remember Friday is Black Friday, but all week we're doing the Black Friday flash sale for our Arrive membership, you can go to kathyheller.com slash Arrive Community. Get in for $1 for your first month. Come on and join us because 
There's no good excuse to not join us for a dollar. I know that you have so much you could be doing, so it really means the world that you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. We have so many good episodes in the pipeline. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, because I don't want you to miss out. And did this episode teach you something? Did you find it valuable? Can you think of one person who would benefit from hearing it? If so, I'm encouraging you right now to text a link to this episode to your friend, to email it, or to post about this on Instagram and tag me and tag your friend. And then I'll repost it and just say a big thank you. I love you guys. Come talk to me on Instagram. I'm in my DMs. I'm at Kathy.Heller. I love you. I'll leave you with a song and I'll talk to you Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. So many times I chose to run. So many times I held my tongue. I held my tongue. Never saying what I needed to. Like a soldier